0: Welcome everybody. My name is Cindy Baxter, and I am one of the contributing editors to the ISACA journal. And I am really pleased to talk about digital trust today. Digital trust in general um, is a very interesting topic and it's going to be, I think, a very interesting theme for the entire year. So I'm pleased today to have a couple of, of people with me who actually participated uh, in the kickoff of Digital Trust. Um, Laurie McDonald and Karthik Ivaturi are both from the New England chapter of ISACA. And the three of us, along with our chapter president, was, were, the three of us were lucky enough uh, to go to an event called Hill Day. And when I first heard about it, I thought, what, what is that and where are we going? But it turned out that ISACA has a presence in Washington DC and makes a very specific effort to advocate for technology, for technical technical knowledge and most importantly for our profession so when we had the opportunity to go to hill day along with other chapters in the united states for ISACA, um we all jumped at that opportunity and actually went to washington dc having an, a, a chance to advocate for technology for the risk and audit profession with our representatives So without further ado, um, I'm going to quickly um, hand the introductions over to my colleagues and I'll start Laurie with you. Laurie is the treasurer of the New England chapter um, of ISACA. Laurie. Thank you, Cindy. It's really a pleasure to be doing this. So I am the treasurer of the ISACA
1: New England chapter. I've been involved with the chapter for 15 plus years I'm a past president of the chapter. I also worked in the marketing committee, the strategic planning committee, and now I've come back as treasurer. So I've been working uh, been full circle with the chapter. Uh, in my day job, um, I've worked for many years as an auditor. So I'm, uh, most recently head of IT audit and information security for a global company. But what I'm doing is something interesting now. I'm actually transitioning my career over to information security. So it's something that I've wanted to do for quite some time now. And I've been working uh, in that space for the last year and I will actually be relocating soon for a few months uh, over to the UK to further that career.
0: That's really exciting, Laurie, and it's so wonderful to have you joining us today. Karthik, if you could please introduce yourself.
2: Thank you, Cindy, for this uh, wonderful opportunity to talk about the Hill Day and the effort that we have uh, put in. Uh, but to introduce myself, uh, I've been in the Massachusetts area for about 10 years now. And I worked at major firms and consulted for uh, the state of Massachusetts on several cybersecurity efforts. And now in the hospitality industry, uh, working towards improving uh, cybersecurity in that industry. But I think uh, my effort at, at ISACA started about six years now, five years now, almost six years now. It's 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 a wonderful, uh, partnership with different industry leaders and, 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 experts in, 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 various fields. Uh, ISACA did offer me the opportunity to actually start off on, uh, on a research, uh, uh, front on the research front and then move further. And, and I'm able to partner with different team members, uh, as, 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 as an, uh, executive vice president currently and, and, had wonderful experience with the different team members and I'm excited to be part of this uh, uh, podcast.
0: Great, well, thank you so much for joining. And we'll jump right in. I'll be honest, when I first heard about Hill Day, as I mentioned, I wasn't really sure what it was and what Hill they were talking about. But just as um, equally, I, I really didn't know what digital trust was. And and I feel like I've come to a much better realization at this point um, and feel strongly that for ISACA members, this is a unifying moment where it brings a lot of our disciplines to the forefront. But that can mean something different to everyone. Um, and, and I think, honestly, that's what makes Day and digital trust so important to professionals is is you can really take that concept and make it your own uh and, and karthik perhaps to start with you um, if you could maybe talk a little bit about um what what digital trust means to you um, and then we'll bounce to lori but but let's plan to interject because i think there's certainly a lot to talk about when you think of the concepts
2: absolutely well thank you cindy so for me digital trust is is a unique uh perspective i think that's required in the current day scenario you do have several frameworks uh, available uh, for cybersecurity and, uh, in leaders around the world but i think digital trust uh being, brings a unique perspective because it talks about different views uh from uh from a customer point of view or from a vendor point of view and actually uh help bring a unified uh, framework and and thought processes that are required uh, it's it's no longer siloed that the the, uh, the cyber industry and the efforts towards protecting uh, different organization it's no longer uh, it's no longer siloed it should be a unified approach towards solving the problem and and, and especially for the hell day uh, I'll add a little bit quickly is uh, I love the uh, event because from across different uh, chapters uh, across the United States, you had several industry leaders from different organizations bring in their perspectives and actually talk to our uh, our congressmen and 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 senators across uh, uh, the United States. That's that's like a great effort to make sure our voices are heard.
0: That sounds great, I totally agree. And, and certainly having a chance um, to put digital trust into the, the legislative concept um, was, was very enlightening. It was certainly very interesting. Lori, you actually have probably two, um, two thoughts in mind when it comes to what digital trust means to you since you're, you've experienced Hill day, but you're about to um, head off to the UK, which um, you know, I think is gonna be interesting perspective Uh, for global ISACA members as well, if you don't mind elaborating on that point um, as well.
1: Sure, yeah. I think it's going to be very interesting to be over there in the UK and see how things work over there. I mean, obviously here we had the opportunity to go down to DC and speak with political leaders about how they feel about cybersecurity and the skill sets that people need going forward. But I'm very curious to see how that will be perceived over in the UK and for me, digital trust is—it's about thinking um, about how trust works in a digital or an, or an online setting. Um, because when we talk about digital, we talk about basically using electronic technology to create, generate, store, and process data. How do you relate that to the word, you know, to the notion of trust? Right? When trust is something that's often built over time, it's something that we do that we often, you know, often build in person. It's built through personal relationships. Um, you can think about business transactions, you can think about, you know, even social interactions, even post pandemic world where even our book clubs happen online. Now, you don't gather in person for things like that anymore. You open up um, bank accounts, you open up investments accounts online without even setting foot in a banking or financial institution. So for me, it's kind of interesting to really explore this concept more and think about what it means for, know, for our financial institutions and other um, suppliers and vendors to um, prove that they can be trusted in a digital sense, and how do we measure digital trust? Um, And even just you know our social interactions, how do we measure digital trust? So I think it's really it's an interesting concept. I think that for me, I think that. You know, ISACA putting this out there and uh, starting to establish um, dialogue about it, a framework about it, is really interesting. I think it's really important, and I think we'll see that it becomes more and more important. It's only going to become more and more important uh, because of the way we transact, do business, and the way we act socially. So it's pretty exciting, and I, I hope to go over to the UK and you know understand a little bit more about how they are thinking about it uh, there mm-hmm. as well.
0: Yeah. Now you raised some really good points. I think that unifying um concept behind digital trust is really key uh, and and definitely although um, the the advocacy that isaka promoted it be, all the way back in september um, was very u.s focused i think he raised the point um, very well that it's really um it really is one of those global Concepts and and how it gets interpreted. What's important? Um, what makes trust Karthik as you were saying? Um, really becomes an important way of thinking about technology and, and quite honestly our professions um, I, I think that's the other thing we all use the word siloed a lot and I think a lot of times it's hard as Is risk and audit professionals to be at the forefront. I think the word trust certainly puts us there and now there's an opportunity for us to do something unique with that concept. Um, and, and and I think that puts us in a position of figuring out what goals make sense for digital trust as well. I certainly like the fact that they've branded digital trust. It takes it for me out of um, the strictly technology support role into part of the business is you said, Lori, it's everything we do. It's not the back room wiring cabinet anymore. And I think that's very empowering. So, so with that in mind, I'm not sure um, what my goal is um, for digital trust. I know one of my goals is to put it into my conversation a lot more often. I think it helps um, my clients and certainly business partners understand um, what technology needs to be because trust is so critical. Um, But there certainly are very targeted ways um, that digital trust can become an objective or a goal. Um, And and Lori, I'll I'll, I'll ask you what, what, I know you've got the, um, the learning goal that you've just mentioned to us about being in the United Kingdom. Perhaps you could share some other goals that you feel might align with digital trust and maybe resonate with our audience. Sure. I mean, one
1: of the things that I've been asked about a lot from colleagues is, you know, related to the concept of digital trust is how will this be measured? That is something that people are really concerned about. Um, and I think that's really an interesting area that I want to, you know, I want to do some more research on while I'm over there. I mean, I think initially people are thinking things like, you know, companies that um, probably can establish themselves as, as being seen to be trusted um, in the digital world will have better reputations. Um, they will be companies that are seen to have good, you know, good results on their security reports and things like that. They'll have less cyber breaches, less cyber incidents. But what does it mean beyond that? You know, is there something kind of less tangible to this? So I think when I'm over there, I want to do some more research to understand, you know, how people feel about it. Um, and the social aspect of it, I think, is really interesting to me uh, because, again, digital trust. I mean, you can press a button um, and, and, you know, transact and, and, you know, a transaction with your bank account or something like that. And that happens in a, in a second. Right. But trust, again, is built over time. So I think to me, trying to understand those two concepts and put them together, marry them together, and understand what that means is really is really important. So I'm going to be doing some research to understand that. Kind of talking about the how the the psychological and almost social aspect of trust relates to the fact that we're we're doing transactions that are basically ones and zeros. If that makes sense, it's it's, you know to me that interaction and the interplay between those two things is really just kind of fascinating.
2: If I may add a little bit to what Lori just said, I think. At the end of the day, we talk about people, process and technology, right? The most important piece around is technology can be tweaked, can be improved upon, but there is the human element, which is people. I think it it ends up being about how well my goal would be is around how well we are able to improve the thought process of the individuals who are accessing the different elements within your organization. And I think using the framework, I think it's important for us to uh, focus and, and create awareness around there are other aspects that you would need to consider, but you have a framework that you can depend upon and start to uh, inculcate in your usual daily thought processes when even if it's in a meeting to uh, add a widget to your application or even being a strategic decision being taken by the C-suite, I think it's, it, it comes down to how your thought process evolves. And I think this framework can be used to basically uh, create that awareness. I think that would be a a, a good way to to focus on this year uh, for twenty twenty three. And and I think we can use this framework to uh, create that. That's what I think.
0: You know, those are really two great goals. I think understanding metrics—really three—because the psychology, Lori, that you mentioned is critical. Um, but Karthik, as you say, also awareness um, metrics, awareness kind of go hand in hand. Building that trust and and certainly the psychological reaction. Trust is such a loaded word; um, has so many implications. Uh, uh, it definitely gives us a lot as professionals to think about in terms of objectives and goals, but uh, but absolutely measuring and, and making it real, um, building awareness, getting the word out, um, finding out what those reactions are, are all really crucial. Um, when we think back, I'll just take us all back um, once again to the day, uh, which hard to believe was over two quarters ago, practically, because we went in in mid-September. Um, I I was, first of all, surprised that ISACA was even involved in Capitol Hill, involved in government, if you will. I certainly wasn't surprised. I was actually really pleased to hear of the digital trust concept. It, it really resonated with me, um, but Hill Day was definitely not what I expected. I didn't expect um, Isaka's presence, which is a powerful message for members um, worldwide, by the way, um, to have that kind of advocacy. It's not just about getting CPEs with ISACA, um, but I think it's also um, a, a great um, have to make a plug for engage. It's pretty amazing what you can do as you start to get involved with your chapter uh, or be involved um, as a volunteer in general. Um, so, so. So Hill Day surprised me a little bit because I didn't realize there was that kind of an advocacy connection. Um, and, and, and Karthik, I don't know if there was anything about the Hill Day experience in particular that might have surprised you. It might not have had anything to do with, you know, what I just mentioned, but, but you know, what was unique um, from your perspective about the day itself?
2: The uniqueness was bringing so many people together Mm-hmm. and and different leaders from across the united states and actually meeting the congressmen and women and 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 their associates too but uh, that in itself is unique but again it the preparation that they had towards our our, our meetings and 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 our uh, conversations that was that was that felt good because you, we would be in our own bubbles, right? On a day-to-day basis, we would meet several people, but when you have a conversation, well, which is very well prepared—a prepared, prepared conversation—is compared to uh, compared to an unprepared one—is you will see the difference. This is pretty good. Where I felt that uh, we were able to make an impact. I guess we were able to make an impact as well, uh, communicating what we thought. Why do we need certain aspects of? Uh, of uh, the efforts that ISACA is putting towards, right? I think that in itself uh, made me happy. I'll put
1: it that way.
0: That's a really good point. And certainly the impact that we have, I like how you mentioned that because, you know, who knew? And and for our listeners, uh, there were several chapters involved. So we specifically met with representatives of Massachusetts. Um, but the Florida chapter was present, the California chapter was present. So the opportunity to advocate very uniquely on a common theme yet with a local touch um, was very much in evidence for that day. So um Justice karthik mentioned there were a number of chapters, um, but we divided and conquered and came back together on the same theme. Um, Lori, how about you? What what was unique or surprising about Hill Day from your perspective.
1: Well, first of all, I wasn't um, aware that ISACA was an advocate in this space. I wasn't you know, aware that this was something that ISACA did at all. Um, I think I thought more narrowly about ISACA, even been involved for so long, in it. I guess I thought of it was as the professional association that puts out certifications and, and people get our training and education and awareness through ISACA, which, of course, is important. But I didn't realize that we had this advocacy function where we advocate for the profession. So I was really pleasantly surprised to see all the work that's being done. On how established it is, how professional it is, how that we have professional lobbyists that are engaged with us. So we, when we went down to Washington, you know, we were really prepared, and there was an advocacy one-on-one training for us. So we understood how to engage with people down there. So that was really, you know, valuable um, training and skill set for me. Um, I had never, you know, pr- been provided that kind of training and experience. Um, and then engaging with our political leaders down there—I mean, it's just really exciting. Um, I was, you know, really looking forward to being down in DC. I had not been in DC in many years, probably since high school. So just being down there in our nation's capital is really exciting. It was a beautiful sunny day. Um, I was really impressed with the um, the attention we received too from the political leaders and their staff. Um, they were really engaged in understanding. More about um, what we, you know, what we were talking about. They wanted to hear more. They were asking questions. They wanted to understand more about, you know, one of the things we were talking about was the U.S. national defense. Um, Authorization Act and how that can provide funding for more cyber cybersecurity skill training um, for people and how that is really important because that's what was very much needed. Um, So I was really, yeah, I was really surprised and really impressed by the, the work that ISACA has done to put us in the position to be able to talk to those people. And it was really, it was an exciting day to meet with other people from other chapters, uh, network with other people. I'm connected to lots of new people on LinkedIn that I wasn't connected to before and, you know, exchanging uh, information and conversations with new people. Um, and I've, I'm thinking about, you know, in the, there's, there's more I think we can do. You know, I think there's more we can do. This is just one particular bill and one particular piece of legislation that needs to be passed. But I really think that there's more that we can do in this space.
2: If, if I may yes. add, Cindy, yes, very great. sorry. I think I 100% agree with Laurie about the effort that was put in around the training and skill set. Because working day to day in security operations and managing the teams, it is so crucial for us to understand how the skill set needs to be developed across the board with respect to cybersecurity, right? Because, and, and I'm very happy that Isaka has actually done a lot of work and put in the effort to bring that to the attention. For the powers be, right? Because at the end of the day, uh, the malicious entities don't don't worry or don't care about the structure you have in your organization. Their only goal is to come in, right? Breach in. But but at the end of the day, the only way we can stop it is with the right skill set. So and and Isaca working towards uh, towards empowering the right individuals and and get the opportunities to train themselves. I think that in itself is, is is pretty good.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really great point, Karthik. And, and it's a great segue. You Both have provided a great segue as we start to wrap up, um, which is really talking about what follow up we could do and, and perhaps our audience can think of. So I'll, I'll quickly kick it off in terms of themes that you both mentioned. Uh, I think that as a profession, um, we can really feel uh, confident that it puts us in a new place, or perhaps it's a place that many of us have been operating already. But now we've got a unifying theme. We've got a very active organization behind us, and Lori, as you mentioned, there's a network of people out there with whom we can really connect. So there's a lot of things about digital trust to follow up on, uh, because yes, it's an opportunity to connect with legislatures to understand regulation there's so much regulation out there do we need more do we work with what we've got it's an opportunity to dip in locally as well as uh, nationally and globally and i do mean globally um but but follow-up could be as simple as being more involved in your chapter it could be as simple as Lori was mentioning honing in on a bill that does foster a better understanding of technology. So so um, maybe Lori, you could help me um, kick it, you know, kind of wrap things and kick off the discussion of how you might might see some follow up in your view for you. Um, and then Karthik, maybe you could do the same and then I'll close down.
1: Sure. Um, I'd I have to say just the excitement of being there in DC that day and kind of getting just a glimpse into that world. Um, for just a day was was really exciting. So I could see for myself, I want to understand more about the um, you know the work that people are doing in Congress related to information security and cybersecurity. So I can see myself definitely reaching out to our, our political leaders as was suggested. Uh, when we met with people that day, that if we see things, um, you know, that are important to us, and we want to pass along our knowledge and we want to get involved, that it's very easy to do. It's very easy to reach out to your congressional representatives. Um, I also, um, you know, as part of the follow up, I want to take what I've learned that day, and I want to bring it back to my colleagues. Um, I've, you know, I've communicated to them that I did this activity. Um, I haven't yet had a chance to share with the information about this uh, digital trust and, and my experience that day with them but they're very eager for me to follow up with them and share that here um, and i think i want to build on the skill set too i mean um, you know, I've done some work in the past working with nonprofits, so I've, I've been able to be an advocate in my community, but I learned some other, you know, some other advocacy skills that day that were very helpful, um, so I want to build on that, and I want to continue to work in that, in that space, and I, I would just say, you know, if, if this is exciting to people, there's easy ways to get involved, like Cindy said, you know, with our chapter, easy ways to reach out to your local congressional representatives, because they are really interested in hearing from us, because this really is an important area
0: that's great and i'm glad you emphasized that they the Isaka did emphasize that they don't always hear directly from constituents lobbyists yes people like us not always so that's really a great a great synopsis karthik how about you
2: i think from my point of view we can work as the chapter much more and and i think we can uh, set up a few events that could uh, initiate further discussions around this topic, and uh, especially around the framework. And, and I think going forward in the next couple of years, I think if we can um, bring in uh, bring in uh, some of the leaders uh, and, and companies within the Massachusetts area and that we can interact with our uh, chapter leaders, I think uh, we, we can make it a, a very a solid foundation for a continuous feedback Uh, With ISAC uh, international and the local chapter as well, but also pass the information to the necessary uh, uh, Political leaders within within our state. I I think we can definitely do that going forward in the next couple of years
0: That's great well I want to thank both of you for joining me today, and I'd like to thank ISACA as well. Uh, Not only the folks that are behind the scenes of this podcast, who always do a great job helping me out, um, but the ISACA team that put Hill Day together. It was truly amazing. And if there's any final word I would have to say, I would have to say um, volunteering with ISACA, being involved in the chapter, getting beyond just doing CPAs is really fun. So please think about it. You could do it too. And um, think about digital trust. It's gonna be a great year with a perfect brand. That's it for now. Thank you.